possible. Fine. Go to the hospital, check it out yourself. Go without a mask, you'll see more clearly. You got 19 dead, you got hundreds more infected, and it's spreading like a brush fire. You gotta isolate the sick, and I mean really isolate them, Billy. We gotta get everybody else back into the houses. We gotta keep them there. We're doing that, Sam. No, we're not doing it because I just drove through 100 people. And if one of them has got it, then 10 of them have got it. And if one of them gets out of Cedar Creek, Billy, then we're in deep fucking shit. And we're already in deep fucking shit. And if you're gonna arrest me, arrest me now. All right, Sam, all right. Hello, and welcome to episode... 45 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FN Grasshopper, and as ever, I'm joined with my talented co host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Danny. I'm impressed you remember the number, to be fair. Um, I'm just staring right at it, so it's quite easy for me. Uh, Roman numerals, <laughs> so I obviously translated it to uh, numerical values, 45. And hi, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad yourself. Long time no speak. Yeah, you don't sound too great. I'm just no, worried about COVID 19 going around. Yeah, it's got me, mate. It's got me. Oh. This this could be the last one. It could be the last FM podcast for a long while for, for anyone. It could be either two things, couldn't it? It could be no podcast at all, or it could we all go underground and Grass and Gear becomes kind of like a an output stu- station where we just <laughs> talk to people about FM all day because we're underground. I don't know. Well, it'd be a, um, I was going to say happy anniversary as well because we I think we've actually passed two years now. Congratulations, mate! Happy anniversary. Um, so, yeah. I didn't get any present from you, just a dip pick. Ah, to be honest, mate, I've been hoarding stuff. Uh, I've been buying cowpol, paracetamol, yerba mate, <laughs> um, because I'm right about supply chains. So a two-year anniversary present was a long way down the list, I'm afraid. But um, yeah. always the third year, maybe we could do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. Uh, so, so for listeners, today's um, episode is titled "Quiz Outbreak." Keeping with the theme of outbreak and viral infections, we've got a guest on today. It's Ted Redwood Gaming. Say hi, Ted. <laughs> hi, Tony. Hi, Dan. Hi, <laughs> Ted. Thanks for coming on, mate. Um, so, I don't know, Dan. We we wanted to do a game. I wanted to do a game called IKEA Name or Nugen, mm-hmm. but it never really felt like it could be a standalone podcast. We 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 needed someone to bring another game on. Um, yeah. And and you've also come equipped with a game today. So we've actually got three games in a round-robin format where we all play each other um, to see who gets crowned a winner and a Friday follow on offer. Um, and it's kind of just kind of an old old school grass and gear, I guess, with a few games and a little bit of alcohol. Uh, not much FM, I don't know. Don't know, don't know if we've already solved the pod really there. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Um, so it's just for listeners we'll see we do drink opening we go into my game we'll go into Ted's game and then uh, Dan will bring a game have no idea what he's done so apologies in advance Um, (laughs) and then we will move on to talking about Ted obviously there's a reason why we brought him on here Uh, we're just talking about his transition and uh, it's quite an emotive discussion and we hope you can stick through it <laughs> um, so, to, to blogging, not just a general transition, right? Yeah, to, to, you, to YouTube to blogging. Sorry, I should have said that. I thought I did say it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> He's a woman now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I think we should just go straight into it um, and go into a drink opening. Um, I, because obviously Ted, coming from Essex like myself, Essex FM, very big on the FM scene, I thought I'd get a cliche drink. So I've gone for Tia Maria and Coke, one of my staples. Um, it's it's a winter warmer. I love it. What about you, Dan? I've gone very fittingly with a Corona. Have you really? <laughs> um, could you awesome. wash your hands and sing Happy Birthday twice just to make sure? <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, I checked it. I hold, held it up to the light, and it looks alright. 
Right, okay. Uh, are you going to go with any lime, lemon, whatever they have on there? No? Yeah, even we've got to have a bit of lime. Have you got one? Yeah, I've got a lime. Got a lime out of the fridge. Lovely. <laughs> and Tedders? It was a four pack and I've only got one left, so. Right, okay. Well, we, we, started we can blame Ted for that. <laughs> <laughs> Tedders? Uh, what have I got? I've got uh, a Brewdog Dead Pony Club Session IPA. I never drink beer apart from when I come on this podcast, so I'll leave it to you guys to let me know if it's any good. Because oh, I, pony, I wouldn't touch it. Dead oh. pony. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where the the COVID nineteen came from. Dead ponies. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Um, so, okay, guys. Without further ado, I think we should spark up. So. One hundred and fifty milliliters of Coca Cola going in. <coughs> is Tia Maria a really Essexy drink? It's not something I've ever gone for. It's a bit of a lady drink, isn't it? And I just I don't know. I think it was my mum's favourite drink. It's yeah, I can say it's very fitting for you too. Me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. And shout out to Ted's mum as well. Ted's mum, hi Ted's mum. Thanks for listening again. <laughs> See you Saturday night. Uh, she's still with us, isn't she? It's not yeah, like yeah, I said was. Yeah. I said, yeah I, I, She's uh she still she still drinks still gets drunk bless her so um yeah <laughs> okay still alive right. for now what well, is in the NHS though so it might not be for long no true we're gonna be overwhelmed um let's not all make it doom and gloom though we've got we've got some upbeat uh, games to play together with one another and to explore each other today um <laughs> so IKEA name Anugen so this is kind of adapted from I don't know if someone shouted this out on Slack and I've stolen the idea apologies if someone's done that. Um, but obviously we played we played that game didn't we Dan New Gen yeah. or new, new Gen yeah and it was based on another game that we don't talk about because <laughs> it's disgusting um, so we've adapted it once more in this kind of third iteration um, it's Ikea name or New Gen so what I've got is there, I found a database of Ikea names quite quite incredibly there's a, a, over a thousand three hundred Ikea product names and I found a database for it so I downloaded this database um, got, got FMD your piece no no this is, it's an IKEA some, some sad person has, has basically noted down every IKEA <laughs> hang on a minute product name uh, you were calling somebody a sad person <laughs> <laughs> yeah you could say I've gone one step further by using that now to make an FM game from it um, but yeah so I've, I've got basically five IKEA product names for you both um, yeah. or are they new gen names I'm not going to tell you mm. uh, it's up to you to guess so, if we start with Dan, and we'll, we'll alternate, one point each. Um, so, I'll chuck a name down into the chat, since this is your one, and you can read it out to people. Obviously, there's going to be a bit of Swedish pronunciation. So, you it's want me to read it out? Yeah, it's only one word. It's only, it's only a product name. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Fuck, you know. Struggle enough with English, mate. Well, I've given you a nice one to start us off, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, you want me to put a Swedish spin on that, do you? You could, uh, I don't know, you might have a Swedish accent, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do a Swedish accent, they all sound Jamaican normally. Surprise us. <laughs> Joker. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise it's a Joker. Joker, yeah. Um, so, there's not much really to debate really, I would just say go gut feeling, but is it an Ikea product name, or is it a name of a new gen? And what I should say with the new gen names, I chucked a tweet out about a week ago, to someone that's gone far into the future. Um, so we had two of, two of Grass and Gear fans, super fans, um, Acid Fire, super super, fan. super super fans, yeah, Acid Fire, uh, and Acid Burn, both called Acid. I don't, don't know why. 
just a popular name in FM world. Um, they're actually related. Are they? That's cute. Yeah. But then this, this surname can't be acid, though, can it? <laughs> no, no, it's definitely not. <laughs> okay. No, no. Maybe, maybe they just really like doing acid in that family. <laughs> that maybe, yeah. We'll have to ask them out after the pod. Um, but yeah, so Wait. I got two of their saves basically, or they gave me screenshots and, and names that you know could be Scandinavian type names. Um, so I haven't given you obviously first names. I've only given you surnames. Okay. I'm go- I'm gonna go for IKEA. Correct. So Thank one you. one point to Dan. Um, do you know what it would be in, in IKEA as a product? Um, it's quite a famous uh, one. This one. A Cheshire Joyce. No, it's not. Uh, Ted, I don't know if you know. If you, are you big on IKEA? Ooh, apparently I'm going there on Saturday, mate. I'm not looking forward to it. Oh, um, this could go good for you. You could listen to the podcast while you walk around. Exactly. I reckon it's <laughs> a, a bed frame or something. No, it's actually a chair. Oh. A joker chair. Um, there's no FM discussion on this particular answer, really. But I, I just wanted to tell Dan that I saw the movie recently, Joker, with um, uh, Yakarin Phoenix. Yeah, you did message me after saying that you were, couldn't sleep that night. <laughs> I, I felt a bit uneasy. I'm not going to lie, um, but I suppose that was the whole point of the film. But um, I do recommend people watching it. I think it's one of those movies you have to watch. Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, okay then. So Ted up next. Here is your IKEA name or new gen name. Sorry, lots of, <coughs> lots of clicking to get to the chat. Here we go. Ooh, uh, I'll try it in a sort of faux Norwegian one. I'll go Holmgren, which yeah. I would assume is probably a new gen because it looks Norwegian rather than Swedish. Correct, yes. Um, this is easy, this one. Yeah, this is an easy game. Don't worry, it does get a bit yeah. harder probably. Um, but yeah, this is, this is a new gen. Um, this is... From one of their saves, one of the acids, forgotten now. Um, <laughs> one of the so, acids wins. <laughs> one of the acids. Uh, this is a new gen and he's got three stars of current ability. He plays for Jagarden in Stockholm. Obviously, he's not an, an FM real player, so there's no really point to expand on him. Um, so, again, no FM discussion. Great, Great for an say, FM pod. <laughs> talking about the acid, did, um, it was quite funny, really, because um, and Acid Burn, um, when we had this whole. Um, new one-on-ones going in and all that he actually had a striker score 100 goals in one season which I found really interesting mm-hmm. and he was obviously a new gem and um, I think he's currently trying to get him up to 1000 goals now it's like a Romario yeah. Romario save challenge yeah <coughs> so, so it's um, no it's quite interesting really he brought it up and talked about new gems about it. I thought it was worth mentioning no yeah thank you yeah do you know what if he's listening, I hope he does listen. Um, you could do a really good blog post on that. You could chart the career of this new gen, and like do I don't know, summarize it like zero to one hundred and fifty goals. Um, yeah, that could that could bang on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, it? if he doesn't want to write it, ping over the screenshots <laughs> to me. Oh, we'll, we'll have a discussion. I'll get him on the pod. <laughs> we'll do a one k um, goal scorer new gen podcast. Uh, anyway, Dan, your second one is coming right over. Uh, here we go. In Swedish, please, mate. Komis. Decent. Ko- yeah. Komis, yeah, with a K. K-O-M-I-S-K. Um, I'm going to go for New Gem. 
Uh, no, sadly, Dan, this is an IKEA name. I'm terribly sorry, you didn't get sc- score a point there. Uh, this means comical in um, in Swedish. It's also a futon. Uh, the funny discussion I had here was around uh, funny Nugent names. Because, you know, every save you see, you see the odd name that makes you laugh. Um, yeah. But I found I found I found two Talksport articles recently, recently, and I've just kept them safe for this podcast. And some of the names are, are, are really funny. Can I just read them out to you? Yeah, yeah. Did you say no, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now. So like it's stuff like a name here, John Lennon. Okay, that's that's okay. Um, Prince Salami. Apparently, he was in Someone Save, an Egyptian striker. Uh, you got some crude ones like Willie Long. <laughs> didn't, really make, didn't really make me laugh. Uh, someone had Mitchell Brothers in Leicester City. Beautiful. Um, someone had in when he managed Nottingham Forest was bigger Benteke. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone bigger than Benteke, but he obviously did. Um, another bad one, Dick Hunter. Christ, don't even upload that, Jesus. Um, we had Ian Bill. So a lot of EastEnders ones. <laughs> Um, we had one actually this, this did get me like Dick Monster 23 year old <laughs> Dutch attacking midfielder Dutch has to be um, they're all Dutch aren't they since it's Dick yeah Pat Butcher another one EastEnders fame lovely <laughs> and then Macaulay Culkin as well was good oh nice <laughs> um, and then just look at the other the other article yeah I quite like this one they had Matt's Gran um, double meaning for me obviously Grasshoppers like my Swedish club uh, sorry, my Swiss club. Sorry, Oop, faux pas. One of their one of their um, most most famous plays is Mets, um, Mats Gren. So little link there. Um, and then the other one, Friday Sunday. I'll stop now. But yeah, funny Nugent names. Have you had any? Tweet them in. Yeah, it was a question for you, Dan. Do I? Do I? Oh, I thought you were saying to the listeners. Um, if I got any um, funny ones, mm, not off the top of my head. No, I didn't. Can't say I really pay much attention to. I remember I did have um, one guy. He was English. His name was just Yaya, which I thought was quite funny. Just to have a, like, like he was just one name, no surname, like Seal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So apart from that, I can't think of any off the top of my head. No, I can't, I can't really, no. People just seem to get really funny ones. Wasn't there, yeah, I mean, uh, there was in Latte Quarterly, to plug your other collaboration, um, Mike According mentioned, as soon as you look at someone with a funny name or acknowledge it, they're guaranteed to do something against you, which I thought was quite interesting <laughs> and accurate. <laughs> yeah, Lovely, like, yeah. <laughs> someone in that article had someone called Innocent Bachelor. Like, imagine if you come <laughs> against Innocent Bachelor, he's going to score a hat-trick against you. Yeah. <laughs> With a name like that. Um, okay, yeah, so that was my FM discussion, that one. So cheers, guys, for bringing so much to the table for there. Um, <laughs> I'll chuck another one in. Ooh. So, Ted, this is your second one. So it's spelled like K-N-O-S, which would be something like uh, Nosh, maybe? Nose. <laughs> Don't get that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife will be getting it wrong later, no doubt. Um, that mm. is... It looks too peculiar to be a new gen. Um, so I'm going to go for Ikea. You're correct. Well done. Bang him. Um, two out of two for you. Is. 
Yeah, this is a an IKEA desk pad. Um, so I think it's like I think it's like a fancy mouse mat, if I'm honest. When I looked at it on the IKEA website, um, again I did just double check these were definitely IKEA names before I put them into the pod. Um, it's also Swedish slang for rich person. Ah, okay. So, mm-hmm. There you go. There's no FM discussion there, but uh, enjoy it. <laughs> Dan, your third one. That's good. There's no reason why I gave you this word, honestly. <laughs> cac, spelled with a K. Cac. Um, cac. Are you going to for a new gem? Uh, yeah, straight out. No, no hesitation there. It is a new gem, correct. Um, this is 33-year-old Patrick Cac. Um, he plays at IFK Gottberg in Acid Burn Save, and he's valued at £205,000 sterling. So if you get access to Acid Burn Save, you can go and check him out. If not, you just have to take my word for it. <laughs> um, right, next up, Ted. Okay, so it's like a soda stet, soda stet, something like that. Yeah, I think I'm that's, happy with that, Ted. Yeah, I'm that's, happy that's with a good that. one. Dan's uh, happy. <laughs> thanks, Dan. That's the important thing. <laughs> um, ooh. I think that that might be Ikea again. Uh, incorrect, Ted. Oh, Sorry to break your winning run. It's a new gen. Um, oh. This is a six foot six inch, oh, or beautiful. 201 centimetres, goalkeeper at Hammerby. Oh, that's lovely. Can um, I just point out something to me? Yeah. Well, um, so far you've given Ted and me both number one and number two, and then you've given me three and Ted four. So you've been a bit premature that way to look at it, which is obviously something you suffer with. Oh god, you actually I actually have given Ted number four actually. Well done well done for noticing that. Um It doesn't change the quiz though, Dan. It's fine. Uh, okay. It's fine. Thank you for paying attention though. I always do. When you're around they gotta watch out. <laughs> uh yeah, so this is a new journey, he's a goalkeeper. And I would just got the note here for FM discussion was do you look at height in new gens? Obviously this this guy's <laughs> Six foot six inches. Um, I make it a point to look at height, um, which if you look back through quite a few of my blogs, I do mention that I, around the sort of centre mid and uh, defensive mid strata, I always look for people who are at least sort of like six foot three if I can. I just feel like if you're playing against a team that you can force to play a long ball or something, then it's kind of like an easy win to get the possession back in the middle if you've got someone that big. Um, yeah. I think I mentioned it in my latest blog post anyway, uh, about two or three guys who are who are massive and I love them for it. And um, yeah, just I don't know about you. One one of my gripes with Nugen sometimes is that you see you see this Nugen that has really good heading ability, and then you realise that they're just a midgets, <laughs> and they're never going to get the ball. <laughs> um, but then you see that, but when I used to play football, we had a guy who played centre back with me, and honestly, he was about five foot five. But you could jump back to about nine foot and head a ball. It was brilliant to watch. So I mean, you you do get the rarity thing. So yeah, Miles Miles would be happy I pointed that one out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I suppose a real life example maybe like Obafemi Martins. He was quite good, wasn't oh, he? Yeah, Obafemi. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you like him, Ted, being a Newcastle fan. Yeah, he was he was my hero. Scored a great yeah. goal against your rivals as well once. Um, Cannavaro was quite short. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it does happen. Obviously, with new gens, it does seem to be more of a regular thing sometimes. 
Yeah. But if it was more of a, <coughs> pardon me, more of an irregular thing, it would, um, and you just had the anomaly, and then it would be less of an issue. Yeah. Do you think it's it's perhaps more common than it should be? Well, you don't. I mean, I suppose at all, all levels. I mean, tends to be at least for a centre back, for example, you'd have a league be normally about six foot at least, aren't they? Yeah. One of the things I noticed from new gens in the last couple versions of FM, and maybe it's just the saves I've been on, but I discussed it briefly with um, FEO, who said the same thing, is I feel like you see a lot more um, new gen centre-backs these days in the game who aren't actually good at heading. So like they'll be great at tackling and marking, but have a sort of 9-10 for heading. Um, I don't know if it's just our saves or not, but I wonder if that was in any way linked to the lack of um, specific heading training that you can do but I, I don't know the game well enough to actually make that claim but that was just uh, I didn't know mm, if that, that was as a, widespread as it could be a new thing soon with them banning heading well, I was going to say the FA released that paper didn't they recently um, so we might get English new gens coming out that can't even we'll be out of the game soon whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just scrap the attribute completely jumping reach 20s like no heading <laughs> <laughs> they just jump they just jump <laughs> over it <laughs> they're so good at jumping let's have above the ball um, okay are you right to move on then yep. yes. Dan's fourth one right Ooh. Ooh. yeah so this Pokal Pokal yeah um, I'm going to go for Ikea and why? Why? What makes you think that? Well, be, mainly because I've had two new gens in one IKEA so far. <laughs> okay. All I've right. Got, okay. Well, fair. <laughs> it might be you wrong. You are correct, Dan. You are correct. Well done. <laughs> is um, it the only reason I I asked you is because um, there is some similarities I think sometimes between Swedish and German Germanic yeah. languages. Isn't the German cups named something yeah. like that? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it means trophy or, or cup. Um, and it is you, like you, you wouldn't know anything about them, would you? Well, to be fair, just because of this podcast, I looked how many trophies today. I had one in FM twenty, and I've won five cups and three leagues, and that's three and a half seasons. So <laughs> I don't know about you, Dan. How many have you won? No, mate, no. None. I, I do it just for fun. Just none. Okay. <laughs> but then I didn't pick the easiest team in the country. To be fair, so. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. and I, I certainly didn't pick the easiest team, and then release a blog post saying it was the easiest team to release. Players. I didn't write that blog post. I, I hosted uh, a <laughs> so it's fine. And I wasn't going to change. I wasn't going to say change it. He did ask me, "Are you happy putting Penaro easy?" And I thought, "Yeah, no one's going to pick up on that." <laughs> how how wrong was I? <laughs> regrets. You've got a few. <laughs> FM regrets by FM Grasshopper. Um, yeah. So correct, Dan. It is a cup in IKEA. William. Um, Moving on then, so we'll go back to Ted. Um, so this is quite simple. Minnen, M-I-N-N-E-N. Um, looks too simple to be IKEA, so I will go for new gem. Well, Ted, sorry, it's uh, it's incorrect. Hey, Dan's on the comeback trail. Uh, yeah, Danny's on the comeback. All tied up now, isn't it? Uh, yes, you're both on. Uh, no, Dan's winning three two. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> so um, yeah, sorry about that. It is that's, IKEA that's standard, really. Yeah, it, it means cost, but it's it's actually also a bed. So it's the type of bed. So I don't, don't know when you what you're going to buy, Ted, when you go to IKEA at the weekend. So sweet. <laughs> 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 Didn't hear that. That's that's already upstairs, mate. 
regulation <laughs> swing, normal swing. Didn't hear that. It's dusty, it's dusty though, Tony's mic. I'm not hearing this. <laughs> okay, should we move on? Yeah, yeah. Probably, be- probably for the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Dan's last one then. <clears throat> so this is to really to take the lead, isn't it? This is to win it, Dan. Ooh. Goff. Goff. I'm going to go for... Uh, mm, new gen. Correct. Oh. Yeah. Mikhail Goff. And the only discussion here was that was any of you Goffs at school? Because I wasn't. <laughs> no. Uh, but I can't imagine either of you. I was sort of erring on the emo side at one stage. Ah, oh, emo Ted. Okay. Yeah, I used to have long hair, like hair that covered like the entire of my face, went down to my chin and stuff like that, like my fringe. Um, yeah. And did you ever think when you was an emo, you'd sink as far as doing a podcast about FM? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone ever wishes that <laughs> for, any, for their enemies. So no, no, I didn't. Good answer. Okay. Uh, well, Dan's won the game, but we might as well do your last one, Ted, just because yeah, every on. point Hit me up. counts in this in this round robin tournament. Um, so here's your last one. <laughs> Very clever. I don't know if you did that on purpose. So it's ek, which is ek. Um, Just ek, yeah. Which is which are my initials, which is nice, nice, nice little uh, bit of trivia for you. And that's surely a new gen. <laughs> <laughs> on that basis, yeah. Correct, correct. Nice. You, you you ended on a win there. Beautiful. So, um, it's a new gem from Acid Fire Save, and his first name's Taylor. And Taylor, Taylor Eck doesn't really sound very Swedish I like to me. It. But, uh, yeah, Taylor Eck. Beautiful. Um, or Tech. You could just shorten it down, didn't you? Techers. <laughs> um, so, scores on the doors. Uh, Dan got four, and Ted got three. Wonderful. Congrats, Dan. Dan and Ted, fair play. Um, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> you, you can see now why I was reluctant to do a whole podcast on this specific <laughs> game only because there's very there's really much FM to talk about there but uh, thank you for bringing it to life well thank um, you Tony for the hard work you did behind the scenes well it's that's alright and I'm I'm glad that the, 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 the creator of this database now can live and listen to see his database in FM form on a podcast yeah I was going to say thanks for standing on the shoulders of a great to uh, bring you success but that'd just be talking about your FM20 save rather than this <laughs> quiz <laughs> boom right okay so on to Ted now so Ted I don't know if you want to give us a background of what your game is yeah so um, a bit apprehensive but I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine so my game is about YouTube transcripts so when you upload a video onto YouTube as I used to do quite regularly for my uh, loyal fans um, they will try plural yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there was more than one sometimes sometimes it got like 20 views and it was, it was great good times um, but yeah it's sort of in the background there's this transcribing uh, software that picks up on what you say and tries to put it into text for those that are um, audibly impaired um, and obviously it doesn't always come to the right conclusions as to what you're trying to say and I've shared a few of these with um, FM Grasshopper in the past because some of them are quite funny. And you've decided to bring me on to do a bit of a filler episode. So here I am. So I've got a few <laughs> questions. So each person will have two different either phrases or words that have been transcribed. So there's a point for each of those. Um, I've got the number of subs as 
per Wednesday last week of each YouTuber. If you can guess nearest to whatever I say at the time, then that's another point. And then there's a bonus point because I've just gone off on one and got really excited that I was doing a quiz. And that <laughs> there is some sort of uh, FM content creation chat that follows in regards to each question. One of them is extremely current affairs, so I'm excited for that one, so I'll leave that one for last. Um, so, seeing as Dan was going first last time, and Dan always goes first on the pod, I'll let Tony go first this time. Yes, thank you for giving my <laughs> moment there. Thank you. No problem. <laughs> Are you both relatively clear on the rules? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I've got to note down two words of another that you're going to say. Yeah, I'll... I was, Are you going to read the transcript? Yeah, I was going to Microsoft Sam them, but it was far too much effort, so I'm just going to say them out loud. And we'll go from there. So, Tony, oh, FM Grasshopper, whatever you want to be called today. Your first one is, End the story, does seemingly thousands of experiment videos, but who is this mistranscripted manager, and which two teams has he managed before he took over England in 2030 in this experiment video? So, manager, and he managed two sides before he took over England during an experiment video for End of Story. So, the manager has been translated to... Roberto with the zebra. So, what manager could that be? <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, am I am I guessing the content creator, or the, was the content creator end of story? End of story is the content creator. The manager in his experiment video has been transcribed. Oh, so the name to he's called that person, Roberto with the zebra. So that <laughs> <laughs> obviously isn't his real name. What is the manager's real name? Uh, this oh, is quite a tough okay. one. I've started you off quite hard here. Uh, it's okay. Uh, Roberto with the zebra. Um, yeah, very hard. Roberto with the zebra. Let's say I'm gonna say Roberto Di uh, Di Matteo. Not a bad guess. I honestly never heard of this guy, so I feel bad giving it to you. But his name is Roberto De Zerbi. Um, I think he's quite a good Italian manager on the game by the looks of things. Um, so yeah, started you off hard there. So that's zero points for your first one. Okay. The two, Good start. yeah, the two clubs he has managed are mistranscribed as Sicilu and Faggio. So could you guess <laughs> who those clubs are? Sicily and was it Faggio? Yeah. That does sound very Essex, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> Gonna get my Faggio done with the girls. Uh, Sicilo. Um... So obviously it's going to be I'm, kind of linked to the manager as well. I'm going to say the first one uh, is it Sassuolo, the uh, Italian club? Sassuolo, yeah. That's it. Is it them? Yeah, that's right. Okay, and Fad Faggio. I, I don't know what this one is. Faggio. Um, Faggio. I keep thinking Roberto Baggio in my head. <laughs> but there's no, there's no team called Baggio. Not yet. Um, there's obviously Genoa. I could go for Genoa maybe. No, I, I'm going to go Lazio. Oh, I like the thinking, but... It, Baggio and Lazio. It's uh, Foggio or Foggia, have you want to pronounce oh, it. I think they're in Serie B and C most of the time. Um, okay. So I'll give I you a point go that for that. I'm always successful. The, uh, the scoring system's a bit kind of off the wall. If there's two items per transcript, then I'll just make up as I go along. So I'll give you one point for that, as you did get one right. If you can Thank guess you. the amount of subs he has closest to 1,000, because he's got over 1,000 subs, end of story. Uh, can you guess the amount of subs guy, he has? I think this guy's criminally overfollowed, if I'm honest. Um, 
So all of these guys, just to give you some kind of hint for both of you, they're all under 10K. Oh, really? Yeah. It's under 10K? Yeah. I thought End of Story was huge. Oh, you'll find out how huge in a minute. Okay, um, so he's under 10K. I'm going to say he's quite closer to 10K, Mark, then. So I'm going to say... I'm going to say... I'm going to say probably 9.5K. So if if you can do close, closest 1,000... I'll say, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go for 9,501. Uh, that's not quite how closest 1,000 works, but okay. 1,000, is it, Tim? <laughs> Have I made this well, needlessly what, what, what complicated? What do you mean to say? 9, 000, what, what do you mean Just 9,000 9, or 10,000. 10, <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it's going to run out for me. No, I'll go 10,000 then. Yeah, it's wrong. Anyway, it's 8,000. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have I made so this So I get no hard? point for that? Yeah, so you got so far you've got one point. Um, I might just scrap the bonus points because... No, give me the bonus. I need it. Right, all right. How many World Cups in this video did England win before... 2000 oh next 80 years so he did an 80 year experiment how many times did England win the World Cup in that time oh, probably quite a lot um, let's say four times it was five so oh. you've got a grand total of one point out of a possible five there <laughs> Okay. So the quick sort of <laughs> stop laughing, Dad. Your turn next. So quick sort of. <laughs> to be fair, I got a fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> It'll be this one was the hardest one, uh, so I thought I'd start off with that. Oh, don't don't pick him up like that. It was piss easy. You're gonna get a really easy one in a minute, Dan. I wouldn't mind. I'm gonna have a drink now and smile. <laughs> so the vague FM content creation related stuff there was um, obviously there are a lot of experiments uh, in the FM community, especially YouTube as a way to garner clicks and stuff. Um, are there any experiments that you've seen in and around FM content creation that don't just seem like I don't mean to sound offensive here maybe I do a little bit like offen- like lazy clickbait are there any sort of valuable experiments you can think of that you've seen that are worth looking into no well, well <laughs> that was very I would, quick I would, I would agree with uh, Dan but um, Matt and Matt Adventure did a series of blogs which were like experiments. Yeah, one of and he, he won. He once did what? What would a team of um, Ngolo and Kantes be, or something with twenty oh, balance or something? I, oh, really? And it, it was amazing. One of my notes is the lazy Kante one, when he gave him like zero, like one work rate or something. Yeah, which I thought um, was actually quite interesting. Are any are any of them useful? I, I, I I'm trying to think now. Are any are any of FM YouTube experiments useful? Um, I don't personally. I mean, obviously, I'm very different to a lot of people, but I don't ever get what the viewer gets from it. What do you get from watching eight years into the future to see what happens? You n- realistically, you mentioned the acid, uh, um, fire and acid burn earlier. They're probably the only people I know that play over forty seasons. So why do you need to know what happens eight years in the future if one person's safe? True. Yeah. I don't. I didn't really get the I think appeal myself. Some some people do um, like focus on the player, don't they? Like a young player in the start of the game, and then see how good they are. But you only get that one instance and that one save universe. Mm. So unless that that experiment's run like ten times and they do all the work, but I find personally that the experiments are very easy to do, and it's it's very like easy content to churn out. It's lazy FM pretty much. <coughs> yeah, um, but it's my opinion. Gets the clicks though, doesn't it? So I can see why yeah. they're done completely. But um, yeah, I can't think of any yeah. that I've I've seen that are actually worthwhile or interesting. I did find genuinely find the one work rate and go Kante one interesting to see what would happen if he was just a completely different player. But again, it was one experiment or one 
iteration. Um, so yeah, not, not that valuable overall, but that's classic adventure, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, as you can see, it's a needlessly complex quiz. So <laughs> we'll carry on, and I'm not going to apologise for that. So Dan's <laughs> one. So FM like Base uh, is trying to help you get better at Football Manager. But what two tactical styles is he discussing here? So this is an easy one. Yeah, Tony, I did really give you the most horrible one, so I'm really sorry. No, that's fine. So one of the tactical styles, and you're going to get both of these surely, is Tiki Tok. Dan, what is Tiki Tok? Tiki Tucker. Yeah. Fuck me, Dan. <laughs> Jesus. It was a, it was luck of the draw, I'm afraid. <laughs> and the second one, the second transcription is ERG Press. What tactical style is that? Something press. Say that again. So the second tactical style is ERG Press. What could that have been if the transcription could understand what this nice fellow was saying? It's okay to pass it, Dan. You don't have to answer it. I do. Um, I got mind blank. Higher press. It is Gagan press. Gagan press. I think Tony might have guessed. So that's one point out of that. And then we'll go on to the bonus point. I just have to scroll over a little bit. So (laughs) I enjoyed writing this because it was quite meta at the time. FM Base, among others, have started copying memes from which popular website and reposting them in order to get Twitter bangs. Where have they been copying their memes from? <laughs> They've been copying their memes? Yeah. <laughs> Did I miss this? I don't know how you um, missed it. If you've been on Twitter, it's incredible. Um, Dan, do you know what a meme is? Yeah, I know what a meme okay, is. Right. Do you know what a Twitter bang is? No. No? No idea. Um, I'm going to guess um, the out context for the manager one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one of the um, the accounts that's doing it. But the website they are taking most of their means from is called Reddit. Oh, is it? So yeah. there you go. Uh, so it, is Reddit like the source of FM memes? But quite, it's, just, it's just it's just stolen onto Twitter. Quite a lot of them, yeah. <laughs> um, about from this is all from memory. Maybe like a year, year and a half ago, they started allowing memes on the Football Manager subreddit, which is like a little sort of forum to an extent. Um, and right. since then they've been quite popular on there um, it's okay. only recently where I've started seeing uh, things from Reddit appearing on Twitter so obviously I'm I'm already upvoting it once on Reddit I don't want to give it a like on Twitter as well especially when it's not the original <laughs> poster but it's fine, people like it <laughs> and finally for you Dan so FM Base, can you guess the nearest amount of subscribers to the nearest 1000 I remember they're all under 10,000 for all of these on YouTube, three thousand. It's actually six thousand. They've got six thousand four hundred subscribers. Um, so yeah, that kind of leads on to my G and G type question, I suppose. Um, tips and tactics tend to do quite well as videos and even blog posts, um, especially as they've got like a longer shelf life and things like that. I imagine they're quite easy to search for. Do you consciously ever try to sort of boost your hits using like? tips tricks or tactics or is it something you've um, only ever done because you're actually interested in doing so 
Um, I would say I've only ever done tactical posts to try and help other people, not really worried about hits. Yeah, I feel like I'm asking the wrong people with this, but uh, yeah, Tony. <laughs> um, yeah, I've, I've written a few tactical posts and I kind of put the tactic in the blog name, I guess, and that's kind of good for SEO, yeah. like search engines and stuff. Um, but I don't, I don't think I write for the hits. I write, I write to for my one for myself, but also for the reader. So, um, yeah, I know there's, I know there used to be back in the day. SI used to share the blog posts from Twitter for like, on Twitter and share them and stuff and promote. Mm-hmm. And people used to write tactical posts, but they not mention any players or be really kind of generic and right. And I, and I guess they tailor to that to get shares and stuff. But I don't think Dan and I have ever done that really. No. Um, your your tactics have been or generally been your save, haven't they? And when yeah. when we did the byline piece recently, which was a tactical post, um, it was just kind of really just to have a fun play around, and also it might be interesting for others, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like to be fair, like. Let's be honest. What what difference does it make for a um, uh, blog post if you get twenty um, viewers or two thousand? There's no there's no money to be made or any benefit from that. Um, well, not us because so we don't we don't have adverts, but some people might have adverts on their site and might want to get traffic on there. Well, maybe maybe, but um, mainly a lot of the stuff I I like to do and I know Tony's the same is out of enjoyment of the game and for sharing any knowledge we have. Obviously, Tony's a bit less on that part, but um, <laughs> any knowledge we have with other people in the community. Yeah, I found it interesting recently when um, Jim G did his just analysing his tactic a lot more yeah, on his I series, probably, and that that seemed to get more views. But like he, from uh, as much as I can tell, he wasn't trying to get more views from it. No. Um, Do you so know I did what? find that quite generally, interesting. Generally, that's probably one of the, if not the best. Football Manager YouTube video I've ever seen because oh. it it was just no no <laughs> but um, but it was good to watch somebody because let, let's be honest we we all know Jimmy's not very good tactically it, it was very interesting to see Jim who hasn't who's not very tactically knowledgeable um to some uh, in comparison to some other people actually. Um, dial into his tactic, have a look at it, scale back, and actually have a thought process, and then record it for other people to see. If you haven't seen it, I think you really should have a look at it and see what he does. No, I, yeah, I, I completely agree. I'm vaguely conscious of the fact that this has already taken quite a long time. Uh, I've still got two more questions each. Do you want me to cut it down to one each, or are you quite happy with doing two more each? Uh, we can do. Two more each and see how we are at that point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, yeah, there's, yeah. There's three each, so we'll go from there. So, Tony, you uh, just want us to bring you back, don't you, to another episode one? Day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just to read <laughs> Got out, all these transcripts and to share. Just to read out the last couple of questions. So, um, this one will be a lot easier for you, Tony. Hopefully. So, rising FM YouTube star Trequatista, formerly FM Trequatista, is playing as which side in one of his many FMYT saves? And who scores against him during a league game? Doesn't he have about thirty saves? Well, this is why you have to guess one of the uh, <laughs> one of the saves. Okay. So transcript one is the club. Transcript two is the player that scored against him during a recent video. So transcript okay. one, fella back chair, is the okay, club. So that, 
Yeah, that's obviously Fenerbahce. Yeah, right? that, there you go. See, it's getting a bit easier for Wea. Yeah, that's a nice one. <laughs> and Thank this you. one, it's I think, freebie. this one, I think, is another freebie. So the player that scored against him has been transcribed to John Wilby Mitchell. <laughs> John Wilby Mitchell. Come, come on, Timmy. It sounds like John Avi McHale, so I'm going to go for that. You are completely correct, mate. Uh, so, congrats. So, like, so he conceded a goal against him. Like he scored against. Yeah, him. he did. He, I think it was John Avi uh, McHale. That's that's a save crush. That I delete the save. <laughs> I think he lost three one during that video. If I'm correct. Right. If I'm not, he was going to give me a load of grief. And can you know? Didn't, oh, sorry, go on. Didn't, didn't, didn't he score like one goal in Chelsea? He didn't. He went for like like a year or two didn't he, without scoring. Oh, probably. Which is which is amazing because in FM he used to be an attacking midfielder. In the early FMs he was an amazing wonder kid. Back in the days where he actually went to Man U, I guess. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he had that real life transfer, didn't he? That, felt that was very peculiar. Kind of all hush hush. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, I think I had him in a chart and save at uni, and he was my top scorer at, AM, at AMC. That's mad. Yeah, completely different player when he went to Chelsea. I was like, is this really John Obi Mikel? They, they tried to shoehorn him into like a McAlady role, and he was never really that player. and it kind of killed his career, I think, if I'm honest. Yeah, um, yeah, massively. But anyway, that's that's more your time. That was before my time, mate. I just knew him as a as a money grabber, and that was it. And um, not really from <laughs> FM. Anyway, so how many subs to the nearest thousand do you think Trequatista has? Okay, to the nearest thousand. Okay, so I'm getting this whole nearest thousand. Yeah, yeah, understand. I'm not very good with numbers now. So. <laughs> um, I think he's probably going to be nearer to 2,000 and 3,000. So I'm going to say 2,000. You are incorrect. He has got 3,080 subs at, oh, sorry. as at sorry if I'm last sorry week. Um, and no doubt he will get one more when you follow him shortly after this. Your, your bonus point is, can you name one of the other two Football Manager YouTube saves that Trek is currently doing? He's doing two others, like, currently. Can you name one of them? Well, I know he's a big United fan, and he probably, I don't know, a lot of YouTubers do the same save every year. Don't ask me why that is. And then maybe he doesn't, maybe he does United save every year. So I'm going to say United for one of them. Yeah, that's right. So oh, amazing. Okay. I wasn't going to give another one for if you can get the other one, but I'll let you have a guess. Oh, so that's the bonus point, is it? So no, Yeah, you can guess the other I'll give. I'll give you a point if you can get the other one. I'm pretty sure there was a... Wasn't Diego come on the pod recently and mentioned him doing a York save? Sweet. So I'm going to say York York City. Uh, maybe I shouldn't give it another point. That is... You didn't have to. I will, I will, because Dan's got really easy ones coming up as well. So that's fine. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's two correct. So he's also doing Man U and York on top of his fella back chair save. Um, so my sort of G&G question... Um, Trekkers had some attention from fans of various other sort of Turkish clubs on his Fenerbahce series, uh, basically giving him some grief as soon as results don't go against because I think they lost to Galatasaray or someone recently, <laughs> um, something like that in real life. So they jumped on his comments and gave him grief. Um, do you see any of that kind of behaviour on blogs ever? Like, do you ever get people get in touch based on where you manage, um, like good or bad feedback? Yeah, well, I'll go first, Dan, because I know Dan gets lots of. He's got a lot of attention this year on his Bolton save. But me doing <laughs> me doing Penyaro, I've got um, I had some really nice messages from from actual fans in back in Montevideo in Uruguay. Uh, one guy, Carlos, he just he just emails me 
asking for blog, blog posts basically <laughs> and like literally when I, even, I didn't think I understood but I was like um, I think I did a couple of intro saves intros or sorry intro posts before my save started um, before I even like started my FM20 save and he was emailing like quite regularly saying have you started to save yet and I'm like no I'm waiting I'm waiting for release but I'm not a beta save don't worry about it um, so that was quite nice obviously that he's obviously interested um, I've got loads of like Estudiantes fans that follow me and and uh, yeah that's really nice I know I know some of the young players there follow have followed my save oh really that's awesome yeah which is really good um yeah, it is quite nice to get that readers of that of that nature. I know, I think Turkish FMers is really a big community. Obviously, I've not done the Turkish. So Dan might have more to say on that about Kashin Pasha last or two years ago now. Well, um, I did have um, I did have some people send me Turkish messages, but I didn't really know what they wanted me to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> so you just ignored them. I, I just clicked a, like a like on the comment and left it. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, when, when we went to the byline event, like Sam and I um, and Guido was there and other people were there, they were mentioned about like what what countries get a lot of traffic about some of their posts, and Turkey was one example, um, and then South Korea was another example. And then, literally, a week later after coming to that event, I think Guido launched a South Korean site uh, and started tweeting it. It. <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh. I was like, okay, yeah, Guido was listening. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, there's some countries that just have a really vocal, vibrant FM base, which is re- it's really good. And um, I don't know whether that's because sometimes the leagues are licensed or it's been, it's been re- retailed over there for some years. I know some countries don't obviously sell it, which yeah. is a real shame. Yeah, so no, that, that so, is sorry, interesting. I don't know if I no, I like it. There, no, I like it. I like I like the sort of tangents. Um, like to me, it's, it's kind of more interesting hearing about like creators' experiences. I mean, I've been around for like a couple of years now, but obviously, you guys have been around bloody forever, so you've got more knowledge and an actual real life experience. But we'll move on to the the next one for Dan. So this will be his second question. I know this is going so bloody slow. It's probably great listening, but we'll carry on. So. <laughs> Um, FMZ Gaming, maybe he pronounces FMZ, I'm not sure, is playing as the best North London team, Tottenham Hotspur, versus Chelsea in a Champions League semi-final. So, who is his goalkeeper, and who is the name of one of the Chelsea players? So your first transcript for his goalkeeper for Spurs is A Blocking. <laughs> so, who could that be in goal? He's obviously a real player. Yeah. Say it again. Ikea name. A blocking. <laughs> A blocking. All I can think is the Atletico Madrid one of luck. And you'd be completely correct. So that's one point. Woo! <laughs> he's, he's, he's pumped. Jesus. And right. The second one is one of the Chelsea players facing off against his Spurs side. Uh, that's Stella Quetta. <laughs> which is quite easy. <laughs> After the quarter. Yeah. I think you could have done a better job to disguise that to us. <laughs> yeah. What what do you want me to say? I don't know. I don't know how it's written down. But but... It's literally that stellar quetta. So <laughs> yeah. Um bonus point roll no, we'll go for the subs uh first actually. So how many subs this is to the nearest hundred because he's under one thousand, so to the nearest hundred, oh. how many subs do you think FMZ gaming has? Three hundred. Uh he has six hundred and eleven. 
So there you go. He's been pumping out videos for quite a while now, I think. So, you know, making making waves, earning his trade, his keep, whatever you want to say. I'm just babbling a load of shit now. Uh, bonus point for Dan. FMZ is associated with two different FM groups. Can you name one of them? And because I did it for Tony, I gave him a potential two. I'll give you a potential two if you can get both. So he's sleeping with two different groups. Is, is, is that on? Are we allowing that? We, we, need, to call, we need to call that out, surely. <laughs> <the podcast out. laughs> they both appear on one of his thumbnails, I believe. Oh, disgusting. <laughs> oh, you reckon one is that CMG? That's incorrect. So you've got um, one more guess. What about Passion for FM? That is one of them. So there you go. Solid work. So you got one out of the two. The other one was FM Creators. Uh, Apologise oh, if nice. I've completely misread this or it's now irrelevant information because I know a lot of that stuff in groups uh, changes <laughs> quite regularly. Um, so my question is, affiliated... He's, he's probably CMG now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to CMG. I haven't seen him around for a while, but um, I'm a bit less active on Twitter these days. So apologies if they are sort of wrecking it over there at the moment. Um, so yeah, he's affiliated with two different groups. Obviously, you guys are just a pod, although you both um, get involved with Slack. Tony's involved with Latte Quarterly as well. Uh, have you been approached to be members of any FM groups? And what's your opinion on sort of groups themselves? Are they useful? Um, things like that. Tony? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait. We've been approached by groups, haven't we? We just, we just kind of said no. <laughs> I don't I don't want to name them, but like That's we fair. had we we had one quite large count say, "Can we can we adopt your pod and take it on?" And we're like, "What? We're just two guys drinking alcohol and having a laugh." Um, I don't see the po- I don't sometimes see the point of these. I, I I can understand like people coming together and making like collaborating, like genuine collaboration, a bit like what Lottie like, Courtney. You know is about with, that. Well, yeah, fuck off, Dan. <laughs> but you know, you know, you know what I mean. Like you, you collaborate and you work together on things. Yeah. But sometimes it's just groups. It's just like this whole we grow together. But they're just doing all things in isolation anyway. So like, just having an avatar on a thumbnail. I don't know what else. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe no. I don't understand the I, behind uh, the scenes I, support. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd agree with that. You see a lot of this whole. Um, I mean, your follow Fridays are obviously really influential, but um, <laughs> all the other ones just like bang FF and then what, like 20 creators. And like, what uh, I know it's not necessarily groups, but I don't really see what that does. Um, yeah. Yeah. Unless literally everyone follows everyone just to give everyone a huge following and maybe people get tricked into following them because of that. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And I'll be honest, Dan, like, I don't know about how you think, but obviously when we approached to someone to take our podcast on, I was thinking. I was thinking to myself, these guys really haven't listened to Dan Gear. Like, <laughs> he, they they don't know he's unmanageable. Like, y- you don't you don't you don't take on Dan Gear. Dan Gear takes on you, kind of thing. <laughs> so I was re- I was really weird. Like, I was really perplexed when we got the message. I was like, okay, it's a bit weird. Um, yeah, I am. Um, well, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Just I mean, like, obviously, it's good for people to support the people in the community. I mean, that's how the whole. Um, Hashtags over the year have been like we are the community and all that stuff. Um, I just I can see why why people might get together to share knowledge. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. But um, there do there does seem to be a lot of different groups popping up. Um, and I would say that whilst it could be good for promotion of yourself at this diet, you could also get lost in that group. Yeah. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. you're. Uh, 
sometimes you're not better off. I mean, some, I mean, look, I look at um, Casey Renzi. He's got a really good um, website. He does his own stuff. He's offered it as a um, platform for other people who don't block. But it's not like oh, you're in the Casey Renzi group. He's just like giving them a bit of a website. Leon yeah. used to do the same. That's fair enough. Yeah. You know, I think that's all right. And do you, do you think that's because it's a bloggers thing though? Because we were like more. I don't know. We're not. I don't know how to explain it. We're not really built towards building a brand and like no. it's just like okay I've got a site you go and you can write on it if you want but on the other hand I look at WeStream FM and they've got like a brand which works totally differently because they have got a big following it but there's like five of them they've got a podcast they do every week it's the overall it's like a I wouldn't say it's the same as the other ones because they're they're obviously working as a brand the five of them they all stream you know they all they all want the same podcast that sort of works a bit you know, in different uh, just a group of people just all releasing different content. At least their content is sort of all mixed together. If you know what I mean. So, yeah. So they do their they do their individual saves, but they come together to talk about it on their podcasts. So it's sort of like a, a flow between the different mediums. Whereas, if you went on Passion for for FM, could you tell me one person that does anything on there? Uh. Was FMZ not on there? I can't remember. Yeah, he is. Well, it, might have been, yeah, yeah. it was, yeah, I'll go for him. <laughs> Before this quiz tonight. No. Yeah, um, if I asked you to name me one person who's on Five Star Pod or We Stream FM, you could probably tell me at least three or four of them. Straight away, Kurt FM. Yeah. Maybe that comes from so the fact that maybe they were sort of established before they set up a group, whereas others just seem to jump in, like you say, quite early on. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're down to the last questions each, uh, which is probably great for your listeners. So we've got Tony. Do you know what the scores are? I do, yeah. So Dan has four points, Tony has five points. So it's quite quite an important round. Um, Do you hear that, Dan? (laughs) I think Tony might get some points here. Um, I'm not going to name the YouTuber. An unpopular former FM YouTuber faces a final day relegation decider and an awful tactic ensues. What are the two positions being mentioned during this clip? So, two positions. One of them, I, I think they're quite easy. One of them is Galante. So what position is that, or what role is that on the pitch? Okay, that sounds like a Segundo Valente to me. That yeah, was piss easy, wasn't it? So yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you. And your second one is equally as simple. It's Trick Bautista. <laughs> Okay, so I think that's trick artist. Yeah, there you go. So I gave you the really hard one, but I gave you some easy ones as well. Yeah, thank you. That's a nice, yeah, nice balance there. And how many subs do you think this person had? <laughs> uh, to the closest hundred, uh, I will reveal his name. It was uh, Ted Redwood Gaming Limited. <laughs> oh, this was you, was yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ted Redwood Gaming Limited. So this was your, your sub count when you did the video, or was it, uh, it as of last then? week? How, okay. To the nearest hundred. We'll see how many people have left you since then. Uh, to the nearest hundred. Are we not going to the nearest ten? No, no, it's not not quite that long. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say, um to the nearest hundred. Uh, I'm gonna i I'm gonna say three hundred. You are completely wrong. Uh I had hundred and thirty one subs last week. I think my heart was like 140. It was just after that video. Uh, and then it's, to be fair, I've only lost nine since then, which isn't bad considering I don't actually release videos anymore. Do you know what? That could be COVID-19 now as well. It could, yeah. Um, and I think all YouTubers should be factoring that into their sub counts going forward. 
It's got a 3.4% mentality rate, so if you take that out, if you've got a subscriber right now, you get a real indication of what you're going to look like in April, May. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the, the bonus point for you, if you can get it, was what was the name of the series in question? Ah, oh, so what did you end on? Okay, so... Oh. Yeah, what was the name of the series I was doing at the time? I know what it is. <laughs> is it... Is it the Ravel one? Is it Ravel? Is it the Is it the Ravel one? Or what was the? Other? That was the one you got relegated with Palace, wasn't it? And that oh, that formation was disgusting, wasn't it? <laughs> you finished on what I don't know what it was. It, it was yeah. It looked like something could jump on your keyboard and <laughs> generate that. Um, a reviving Ravel, I'm going to say. Yeah, that's right. So you got three yes. points out of that. Uh, it was something like so, a two-three. Two three, so it was like two Segundo Volantes, a half back, two centre backs, two <laughs> inverted wingers, an advanced forward, no, two advanced forwards, and a poacher. Um, right, okay. I was chasing just anything against foot, I just needed a goal. And uh, you should have sent it into the um, previous podcast we did with the Tatuanos. I think I think I had enough grief at the time because of that. Getting relegated <laughs> on YouTube following a nil nil YouTube premiere was um was quite enough for me. <laughs> so. Where is my question to do with that? So my um, horrid run resulted in relegation because I was trying to get the... I like to say it's because of Ravel. I was trying to get the best out of him. Um, I did quite well at Lazio, though. Uh, but I do wonder if that's to do with coming across a game-breaking formation. So do you ever think you encounter sort of match engine breakers? And what do you do if you genuinely think that's the case? Have you had this happen to you before? Um and yeah, what have you done about it? Have you kept it going or have you consci- consciously changed it? Um, well, Remember the old um, Neopost corner one from like FM 14 or 13 or something? Whereas if you put um, your centre back on near, near post for a corner to score, it, um, you, you normally got about 30 goals in a season for them. Uh, I, I think as well, I didn't FM, know that FM 19. <laughs> Didn't we? Didn't we have a back post header in the FM19 before the second yeah, patch? Probably. And I remember I, I knew about it then, so I didn't start using it. And I think there was obviously long throw-ins recently as well. In one editions, I didn't do that either. Um, yeah. And the, and that? the four-three-three with the classic yeah. three central strikers. Yeah. I don't know really. Like at the moment, I'm my my midfield three because I've got two Mizalas. They're quite lethal, and I wonder if that's a bit OP. <coughs> Sometimes they get in real good shooting positions. Or is it just a tactic, or does it? That is like just the strength of that tactic. So I don't know. It's always hard to really pinpoint. But I suppose if your centre back's getting like thirty goals a season from sent pieces, then you know you've got a real problem. And I probably wouldn't use it. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I don't know. It's, some people just like to break the game and smash every game eight mm-hmm. nil. Um, whereas we're a bit more realistic, I think. If it comes out and is obviously is a game breaking issue. Like the um, corners one, I would I will make sure I didn't use that. Yeah, like, but it, if if I come across it, and then it's obviously working and it's not come out, then is it game breaking? But as soon as as soon as it comes out, that it's a game breaking issue. I do always take it off. Yeah, I think it's 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 heightened nowadays because obviously we've got Twitter, we've got forums. I remember um, in one of the early FMs like. Like FMO five, FMO six. I had Yan Collar. I think I said in the in the podcast many moons ago where Yan Collar was at Monaco. He was a powerhouse forward, 
striker and he would literally win every near post header without foul um, because he also could play sweeper as well so I'd, I'd get him scoring like a hat trick up front and then just put him at centre back and he just, <laughs> just used to win every header put him on the near post to defend the headers and you know going looking back now that was a massive massive hack because obviously Jan Collar was like 35 whatever and, and becoming the league on top scorer in France and I probably as a blogger now I wouldn't do that ever again but obviously at that time I had nowhere really to to, to share it basically I just didn't really question it whether or not it was a hack or not uh, so I think it's easier nowadays to identify those hacks yeah I know there's constantly stuff about like long shots I think that might work a bit di- or it works a bit differently in my mind because you're just as susceptible to conceding from them um, yeah. but there was a stage early in FM19 where my ball willing midfielder from a DM's sort of position was scoring like 16 a season and then I was like mm, I'm not sure I feel comfortable with this but then they patched it and my team went to shit so I didn't really mind um, Yeah, you see that's what got FC Lorient promoted last year really the ball winning midfielders shooting for the long range so I can't really complain that's <laughs> probably the reason I didn't get promoted this year <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> so final one for Dan and this will lead on to something quite current um, so this YouTuber is trying to tell us the name of his series, but what actually was it? Um, the first one might be a bit rough, but I think you'll get the next one. So the name of the series is Along the World. So what do you think that was actually meant to be called? Along the what, sorry? Along the World. Around the World. Yeah, that was quite easy. So actually, hmm. I thought that might be quite rough, but nope. And the name <laughs> of the YouTuber... Um, it's going to be really obvious, but again, current affairs, so got to throw it in there. He introduces himself as Paolo Snores and Orthman. See that again? Paolo Snores and Orthman. Um, I don't know, I guess it's the Northman. It is the Northman. So, for some reason, it, it when he says, Paul, also known as the Northman... It turns into Paolo snores the the Orthman or Paolo snores and Orthman. So yeah, that's his reband right there. <laughs> it is when he's back in a few weeks. Um, so yeah, that was two points for that. Um, how many subs do you think he has? The nearest thousand, Dan. Um, Seven thousand. That is absolutely nowhere near. He probably won't have quit YouTube. Um, he's got three thousand nine hundred and sixty subs. <laughs> Bit of a burn, sorry, Paul. Um, okay, so bonus point. You're probably not going to get it. In which country did he start his worldwide journey, man? He made a point of it being outside Europe, so I'll give you that hint at least. Um, it's an out of the box league. I think. Out of the box league, so I think it was Mongolia. <laughs> Is that out of the box? <laughs> India you're in the right sort of ballpark um, it was Singapore which is probably going to offend someone from India now but I just mean Asia obviously so only two points for you there Dan um, and that leads on to my well it was going to lead on to a question about obscure places to manage and um, do you enjoy doing that in terms of blogs? Because Dan, obviously, I know you've done Turkey. Tony's gone to South America, which is less trodden than Europe. But um, instead, I'm probably going to switch it up and talk about um, the Northman because he's 
Last week I was I was getting transcripts for him, and this week he's uh, he's departed, hasn't he? Our world. Um, it's a fragile world, the FM world. It's a fragile scene. Yeah, it seems to have, FM twenty. Well, since nineteen, really, but FM twenty as well seems to have killed off a few creators. Um, personally, I went through a bit of a patch last year when I was doing Nazareth for about four months, where I just couldn't be asked to play it. Um, obviously, I'm back now. I sort of revived Ravel and myself, but. Yeah, I feel like we're seeing a lot of that. Like, what do you think the reason is? Mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe burnout. You know, maybe some people just don't get the enjoyment they used to from doing both playing and making content. Maybe some people put too many, um, too much emphasis on hits and numbers and subscribers and follows and stuff. Yeah, and they. They they feel like they're not hitting certain targets when they see other people getting more. Yeah, I I don't know if it's just because it's in comparison to the visuals, but I feel like I've seen a lot more bloggers this year compared to visuals that have sort of stuck it out. Um, it's still I'm not gonna say FN twenty is dead at the moment. It still seems quite quiet overall, but uh, the majority of what I see seems to be blogs ahead of other things now. Um, so I'm wondering if they've sort of just kind of ridden the storm to an extent and maybe the visuals just aren't getting on with FM20 maybe just the views aren't there and things like that um, yeah. it could also be do you think you primarily follow bloggers um, I actually follow a lot of visuals as well um, yeah. so like I don't know I just asked yeah no well I used to well, when I first started I follow a lot of like uh, we stream FM a lot of the the streamers things like that um, yeah. obviously they've had a they've had a couple of deaths as well um See, I didn't know if it was just. Obviously, you see the on the blogger disappear, the, but yeah, yeah. Because on the most part, I think the written content is probably less intensive to do as visuals. Because think visuals, doing the editing, the uploading, it, and all the recording. I just think it's. I just think with with blogging, we just play the save and then we just stop at a point and then write about it. I just think it's, it's less to do. I, I'm not saying that you know you can you can still take long long amounts of time on a blog post, but it's just easier probably to pause and, and stop than actually having to record you doing it um, yeah and obviously I think with my blogging obviously I do it throughout the year but I do always shut down for like a month at least at the end of like August September sometime um, whereas perhaps maybe those creators never have that break uh, so if you're going all year round and you've done it for like two three years like Paul to be fair was going for like maybe four or five years maybe even longer than that five six years yeah and with that actual, you know, specified space of time where you can just relax and do nothing, maybe you just literally just can't. You need you probably needs a year break to catch up from the the months you should have done. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, it just seems like uh, maybe it's coincidence, but it just seems like over the last year or so, it's uh, again I'm not being in the community that long, but maybe there was quite a big uptake in um, making visual, FMYT and streaming. Um, and maybe some of those have just come to the end of their sort of their line, I guess. Um, yeah, I suppose some people might start out visual like YouTube or streaming, and maybe want to get hits and maybe bring it as a revenue stream. They might not admit that straight away, but maybe that's their intention. But you, you're more or less suited just go and buy some kids' toys and do some unboxings. You'll get more <laughs> hits that way anyway. Um, and maybe people just realise that or do some other game. FM isn't a good game, I don't think, to stream on the most part. I think you've actually got to be engaging yeah. to stream FM. You've got to be in your chat, um, 
you know, and making people feel welcome. Some people just stream and they're just sitting there like, I don't know, really. I know I can't talk really because I stream like <laughs> 90 minute finals and don't even integrate with the chat whatsoever. But that, I, I do stream in a different way for me, really. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, it's just a game to watch. But yeah, maybe it's just as well. Just they realise that and now are, maybe they're just unboxing children's toys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's the end. Of, that's the end of my quiz, which went on a lot longer than I thought it would do initially. So Tony, you'll be pleased to hear that you walk away with eight points, whereas Dan walks away with six points. Lovely so stuff. you win that round, Tony. Um, congrats! Thank you. Well done, Tony. Um, so Dan, you're on nine points overall. No, that'd be right. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I think. Well, I know. So you're on ten overall. We're on. Um, we're going on to my quiz now. So that be the maximum points I get. Yep. That is. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, my quiz ain't going to take as long as Ted's. That's probably, probably not going to be yeah. as good as Ted's either. So, because um, um, originally the idea was to do uh, Essex FM quiz, which Tony raised to me because obviously you two are based from Essex. Mm-hmm. I originally agreed, and then I realised it was going to take some work, so I obviously <laughs> cancelled that idea. <laughs> so what I decided to do, because obviously I know you both are really big um, followers of my content. Oh God, fuck! Is we're gonna? I'm gonna ask. Um, I done a quiz on my Bolton save. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think Dan's gonna win this. <laughs> <laughs> so basically. I've got five questions I'm going to ask you both two and then I've got a fifth one for a, a tiebreaker or just for fun if you are both on zero. All right. <laughs> okay, so I need three points to win. Well, to beat Dan at least. Uh, Ted, you're already seven behind. I'm out of it, but it's fine. Okay. I'll prove I'm the biggest Bolton fan. Um, I'm going to look like the worst co-host now by not knowing anything about Dan's saves. <laughs> well, this is... Um, I, I'll go for Ted first because me and Tony have both been first so far. So, so, Ted, the question for you. In which season did Bolton get promoted from League One? Um, I'm pretty sure it's either three or four. Because um, then he came close technically the first two seasons. I'm going to go for three. Three? Do you read my blog post, Ted? I do, yeah. <laughs> I... Uh, I, I thought it was I thought it was moderately early because I know you did really well in that first season. Um, you almost got to the playoffs, and I think you were just outside the next time. Um, and I thought there was an unexpected sort of third season one in there, but maybe not. Well, to answer your question, it was the end of the second season. Was it? Yeah. Oh fuck! I've been I've betrayed you. I have betrayed myself. That's I'm sorry. Right, that is all right. So next question for Tony. So I'm just working out whether or not I could read all 80 Bolton po- like um, blog posts now and digest it all. <laughs> In that mentioned season, which I got mooted to the championship, who was my top goal scorer? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I actually think I'd have a better chance with us. Who's your top scorer? If I say a name and it sounds ridiculous, not even a footballer name, I do apologise. <laughs> I'm going to say Dominic Samuel. It was correct. Oh, really? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I've totally won that. That was awesome. 
Well done on reading that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had 23 goals that season. Didn't you have him on loan and you bought him? I can't remember, or was it? Um, I, bought him, I got him on the free. You got him on the free, okay. Yeah, I didn't have any, I've not done any loans on this eve. Right. Well, Ted, on to you now. Nice. Bolton lost a championship playoff final. Who was it against? Oh, I think I know this one. I, I know it. I've got, I've got it in my head that it's Derby. Yeah, I don't think so. Can I? It can I? Can I, the other day. can I guess it? But not. Um, well, not get, it. Oh, oh, it's probably too late. Was it Leeds? No. Any oh, chances? Shit. Do you want to go for a fair chance, Ted? No, I'm. I've <laughs> made fool myself enough. Go on, Antonio. Have a go. I thought it was Norwich. It was. Oh, Norwich. it was Norwich. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> right then, on to the next question. In the following season, Bolton won the playoff final. Who was that against Tony? Oh, oh shit. Uh, was that, that could have been against Leeds, to be fair. I'm going to say Leeds. No, it's not. Ted, do you want to have a guess? Was it Derby? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it was Middlesbrough. Alright, okay. I, I, I actually had a bit of an illness around that time, so I, I didn't see that bit. In your, <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> Please wash your hands and, and uh, sing Happy Birthday twice. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. We will go for the final question now. I'll open this up. Both, both of you can have a guess. Over my FM20 save so far, I've blogged more than ever before. How many blog posts have I released so far up until today? 600. It's uh, just the pictures. Um, I'm going to say one a month until about January. So let's see, let's see if one, two. I'm going to say something like 14. Any balance on that, Ted? I was going to go 19, just because it seems like they're constant at the moment. Um, <laughs> and you've done about, what, like eight seasons or so? Two a season, maybe a couple extra. So yeah, I'll go for 19. Closer than um, Tony's one is I'll 21. Oh, there you go. Wow. I'm such a big fan. I know, you know. Ted. I, know. <laughs> I, get, I get your likes every two, three days now. Uh, <laughs> I read them twice normally. Once in the gym, once at work, and then I retweet it. <laughs> right, how, how many questions left, by the way? See that again, sorry? How many questions left? That's it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You won yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> that was anti-climax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Um... Yeah, so do you want the final score for that? So I think Ted, did Ted get one on that round? Um, Overall? No. Did he get any right? What? He didn't get any right, no. I was closest. Jesus. <laughs> um, so I only picked that one point, so that takes my tally to nine. Obviously, Ted remains on three, which is shocking, oh, really. Sweet. Uh, won't invite him back again. Uh, and Dan, Dan wins the Friday follow on ten. So well done, Dan. Congrats, Dan. Well no done. No problem. Well done, uh, boys. So on the agenda, obviously, we had Ted's transition. Uh, Ted's transition, um, but we have gone rambled on long enough. So should we just bin it off for another time? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose what we could do is, if if people want to talk about Ted's transition, they could use the hashtag Ted's transition on Twitter <laughs> and, and talk about his, his thoughts <laughs> from moving from YouTube to blogs. Um, but we should quickly just promote your Liberal FM uh, with. The cult, Saint Pauli, Saint Pauli, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. So, do you want to give a background of what you're doing in FM20? Yeah. So, um, I'll try and be as in brief as possible. 
So, <laughs> sell, the, uh, sell, the, sell the blogs though, because they are really good blog posts. Are they? I, they I are really good. To. So, uh, St. Paul, we are a very sort of liberal club uh, in real life. have done things like release players who are quite important to their cause, but because they stand for things that they don't agree with. So, like um, heavy right wing influences, things like that. Um, I'm obviously quite a liberal person as well, so I thought it'd be quite interesting to like look into the club, learn about them a lot more, and just do a save with them. Um, one of the things I'm trying to do is bring in uh, a player each season and try and play them genuinely. It's not really worked out too well so far, so it'll cost me a few points. But bring in a player from a country where they get uh, asylum seekers from, because they're quite, again, St Pauli are quite big on uh, social issues, um, including those seeking asylum, refugees. So I've signed players from like Iran, uh, Syria, Iraq, um, loaded up players from like Eritrea and places like that as well. Um, Amazing. So, so yeah, I'm just trying to get like a, a worldwide squad with them, um, not have too many superstars or anything. I managed to get Sergio Gomez, which was kind of outrageous at the time. But um, yeah, I'm trying to just kind of build a, a sort of a likable team. Uh, in my image they're also sort of vaguely pirate based um, so <laughs> play buccaneering football all that stuff and obviously I have my little pirate series back on YouTube back in the day so there's a bit of a link there um, so yeah I'm just doing it like that uh, generally it's one, once once a season updates um, maybe a bit of extra on top of that and I, I try and be funny and if it's enjoyed great um, I get more clicks than I did with Nazareth so clearly I'm doing something right uh, yeah I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it I just need to catch up on the blogs I'm about I think it's the Star Wars imagery as well the drawings yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of meta in there there's a lot of uh, pop culture in there things like that um, yeah. there's going to be a big post coming out in a week or two which is basically like three or four seasons catching up um, I didn't do a Dan Gear and post two a week because uh, I mean that guy's a machine so yeah, that's it really. Um, I'm enjoying doing it personally a lot more than YouTube because I can actually just keep playing and just go back and load up the save and write when I want to. Yeah, um, so there's sort of touching that a bit. Yeah, that is um, the benefits of blogging. That's what I see is that you can just play to your to your heart's content and then just stop and blog. There's no pressure to uh, to have set recordings, or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, on reg- with regards to the whole pirate thing, I know our home secretary, Pretty Patel. Wasn't Saint Saint Pauli listed on the one of the terrorism? They are, yeah. Their their club, the flag, um, amazing. But then quite a lot of things have been listed uh, by Pretty Patel, and yeah. um, she's also current affairs. But I'll, and I'll she's Essex FM as well. Pod. Let's not forget. She is Whitam, isn't she? Yeah. <laughs> great, great stuff. Um, yeah, we'll leave that for a political pod to cover. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. And so, and the most important thing is, uh, where can people find the blog? Oh, of course, yeah. So, um, despite Tony referring to me as Ted Redwood Gaming Limited all the time, uh, <laughs> it's just uh, tedredwood.wordpress.com uh, and I'm on Twitter as Ted underscore Redwood because some guy from the Netherlands has Ted Redwood. Uh, right, okay. Yeah. So I'm glad we didn't, uh, hopefully, like, you, didn't, you didn't win the Friday follow and we actually gave an FF to the wrong person. That would have been embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Samo has the same issue with his Twitter account as well, doesn't he? Yeah, so do I. I've got Ugandan FM Grass <laughs> <laughs> the real one yeah the real one um, so I suppose we should just move on to any other business obviously we've we've kind of covered Ted like his save where you can get it Dan is there anything you want to plug this week just catch up on my blog post you two especially obviously because you're poor answers uh, excuse me I, I've got the, I've got one of the harder ones top scorer in like the third <laughs> season whatever 
But no, 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 no I've, I've, I've been really enjoying my saves, so um, I've been off work for the past few weeks, so we've been banging them out and banging the blog posts out, because I don't, I don't like to play too far in advance of the blog posts. Yeah. So, um, obviously, because, like, you're talking to someone about it, and actually, you find out six seasons ago, you can't remember. Yeah. But, um, yeah. no, it's, Welcome um... to my world. <laughs> no, I got another one out this Friday, and then I think it's next Tuesday, next Friday, and it's all up to date. Lovely. That's awesome. So, enjoy reading. Yeah. It's only it's only loaded pictures really, so it's way too much. <laughs> I think it's digestible though, isn't it? You can you can read that in a few minutes and be fine. <laughs> I did like it. Edie posted um that you got a coffee to read it and you hadn't even yeah, hadn't even cooled down enough to drink yet by the time you finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be the USP of the blog. <laughs> so but, quick your coffee's not even gone cold. Yeah. Bit like sex with you, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, on the subject of coffee, obviously, um, the issue two of Latte Quarterly has been released uh, this week, uh, which is a mixture of different articles and writing styles around FM. Um, so do check that out at Latte Quarterly. Um, for me, I actually haven't blogged for a while, but probably since we last did the podcast, there has probably has been a FM Grasshopper post or, with my Sophie Pinner role. Um, but I'm currently halfway through my third season. And I do actually have a post in draft, but it's it's not ready just yet. But um, as always, it's fmgrasser.com. You can check that out. Um, I suppose it brings us to the end of the the, the podcast um, yep. and the awkward goodbyes. <laughs> um, so Ted, thanks for everyone who's still here listening after the hour and a half. God, yeah. Well, we we can definitely rule out the acids have switched off by now. <laughs> uh, but thank you for the hit anyway. Um, so Ted, thank you very much for bringing your game. Yeah, thanks, Ted. Oh, um, thanks for having me and having my extraordinarily long quiz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a good laugh, and you know, I think our round robin to- tournament format worked well. And well done, Dan, on the uh, Friday follow. No problem, and it's yeah, good congrats. to be back to doing grass and gear again after a long break. Yeah, we've had a little sabbatical, um, yeah. and if we do survive COVID nineteen, there hopefully will be more. We've all got it now. Okay, through the airwaves um, <laughs> yeah okay then guys um, right, so cheers guys thanks see you around thanks for listening cheers, cheers. bye